TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. I am your host, Alex Newman. It is a real honor to be with you today on this beautiful Thursday that the Lord has made. Uh, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, it is a uh, leap year day today. It is February 29th today. Um, pretty amazing. Only happens once every four years. So praise the Lord for that. Uh, later today, I'll be in Orlando for an incredible prophecy conference. I would have invited you all, but it's been sold out for quite a while. I'll be speaking about CBDCs tonight and then tomorrow will be on the topic of the new climate change religion, how all the religions of the world are coming together to worship Mother Earth and make you sustainable. So uh, maybe we'll share more on that as time goes on. Uh, we have uh, Andrew joining us today. He is on staff. He is a phenomenal young man, homeschooled. He's got a great new article about the art of the deal. So we'll be breaking down all of that. Now, uh, before we get started, we always start with a word from the word. This comes out of First Peter chapter 3, verse 14. It says, but even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. And, you know, a lot of people, when they, they look at the evildoers, the globalists that think they run everything, they get scared, they get worried, they get concerned that uh, maybe they're going to be persecuted. Right? Jesus told us all will be persecuted who live righteously in Christ Jesus, right? So uh, you should expect persecution. He told us that they hated him first. They'll hate us as well. So we should expect those things. And yet we respond with love. We respond with kindness. Uh, that's what we do because we love God. And that's what he told us to do. But um, it is an honor, right? Uh, when when First Peter here says you will be blessed if you suffer for righteousness sake, uh, it's not always easily apparent, but uh, I can guarantee it's true because it's in the Bible. Uh, we have a lot of breaking news today. We'll see how quickly we can go through it. Tomorrow is going to be a great day here as well. We've got two very special guests lined up for you. Uh, the House of Cards surrounding the COVID injection is falling apart. We'll get to that news. Uh, what's going on with the Trump persecution? That same attorney general going after more people. Now, of course, Trump's been taken off the ballot in Illinois. We'll see how that holds up, but all that and more. But first, folks, um, I, I want to tell you again about our new partner when it comes to gold and silver. I've been buying gold and silver since I was in college, literally. Uh, gold at that time was about $600 an ounce. This was not that long ago, maybe 14 years ago, 15 years ago at this point. Now, man, time flies. I feel old, but uh, <laughs> it's amazing. But so gold was $600 an ounce about 14, 15 years ago. Silver was about $8 an ounce. And I was just buying a little bit. I didn't have a lot of money. I was working two jobs, um, you know, uh, DJing at the local radio station overnight and uh, working at various other things during the day and then trying to run our newspaper and study all at the same time. That was tough. But whenever we had a little bit of savings, we'd go and buy a little bit of gold and silver. But that same gold and silver is now worth a whole lot more in Federal Reserve notes. That gold I started buying at $600 an ounce today. If I were to go take it down to a coin shop and sell it, I'd probably get 
2100 2200 bucks. Same with the silver. Bought it for $8 an ounce back then. Today, I can take it down to any gold or silver shop and easily sell it for $24, $25. And that's not because the gold or the silver were a great investment. They didn't actually produce any returns for me. All that happened is they destroyed the value of the U.S. dollar. And so things that have an objective value uh, remain valuable and uh, a price in Federal Reserve notes, well, they look a whole lot more expensive. So uh, with that in mind, I've always been a big fan of gold, always been a big fan of silver. I, I believe they're God's form of money. So for me, it's always been important. We've got to have a gold and silver partner. And we chose Genesis Gold because it's a great company. It's a faith-driven company. I know uh, a lot of people who are running it. They're just great, great people. And uh, with you know red-hot inflation continuing, with interest rates rising, with the economy on the verge, I think of some really, really significant problems, to put it mildly. Um, I think it's a wise idea to try to diversify, to try to get out of stocks and, and bonds and, and other things and start recognizing that uh, we need something that has held its value for thousands of years. So that's why I've been putting away a little bit in gold and silver for a long time. I encourage you to get in touch with the great folks over at Genesis Gold. You can find them at goldwithalexnewman.com. That's goldwithalexnewman.com. You can also give them a call at 800-200-GOLD. That's 800-200-GOLD. You'll get a no commitment uh, free consultation with one of the experts who work there at Genesis Gold. You can find out if it's a good fit for you. Uh, they can help you either move your assets into a gold or silver IRA if that's what you want to do. Or you can um, just order some physical, right? That's what I did. I, I called them up and said, hey, send me some gold and some silver. And, uh, you know, I sent them the money. They, it's just uh, it, it's just a great, great way to do it. And, you know, if you've got a safe at home or a bed or a backyard, you know, it can't hurt to have a little bit of the shiny stuff if and when things get wild. So uh, I know for me and my family, it's going to be Genesis Gold. Obviously, Mike Lindell uh, strongly has endorsed Genesis Gold and so many other heroes of the Liberty Movement. And there's a reason for that, right? There's a reason why people are turning to this company. And that's because they uh, share our values, they share our faith, and they'll give you best prices, best service. Uh, it's just, you know, really, really good stuff. So um, I don't trust the Federal Reserve. I don't trust the federal government, but I do trust the gold and silver that have been holding their value steady for thousands of years. And even more importantly than that, our trust, of course, needs to be in the Lord. We don't want to protect our treasures here on earth at the expense of our treasures in heaven. That's where we really want to store our treasures. But in the meantime, we have a responsibility to protect our families to, uh, as Proverbs says, the righteous man prepares an inheritance for his children's children. So I would like to, if possible, uh, pass on an inheritance to my children's children. And I know if you hold Federal Reserve notes, that is going to be real difficult. So give them a call, goldwithalexnewman.com, goldwithalexnewman.com, or you can call them on the phone. It's 800-200-4653, 800-200-GOLD. All right, folks, let's go to the news. Uh, lots going on. Justice Department has a new advertisement for lawyers. They need new attorneys to handle the massive onslaught of vaccine injury cases that are hitting the federal government. Um, yeah, they need at least eight new attorneys to start with because people are suing them, right? The federal government illegally forced them to take these jabs. Now their loved ones are dead. Now they've got all sorts of horrific side effects. If you've been watching the show for a while, you know uh, what happened to my dad. Took the shot and the very next day, his heart actually stopped beating. He had 11 heart attacks after that until the one that finally took him. I hold Pfizer responsible. Uh, but of course, Pfizer is uh, has immunity. And so do these other vaccine companies. The, the government has rigged the situation. And so now this ad that the DOJ put out says the office is currently expanding to address workload created by an increase in cases filed under the Vaccine Act. 
Oh, who could have foreseen that coming? You force people to take an experimental injection, they get hurt, and then they sue you. Unfortunately, we can't sue uh, the, the Pfizer and the rest of them. Not yet, at least, although that may come soon. But, uh, folks, this is uh, good news and bad news. It's terrible, sad news. But uh, it's about time that somebody be held accountable. Frankly, I think people need to be held criminally accountable for this. This is a, a horrific injustice perpetrated against our people. Speaking of horrific injustices, uh, turning back to New York, we've talked about New York quite a bit lately. Uh, New York State Attorney General Letitia James, she's the wild lady who campaigned on a promise of taking on Trump, taking on the NRA. Well, now she's got a new target in the crosshairs. It is the world's largest beef producer. And I have no love for JBS Foods, the uh, Brazilian company that sells enormous amounts of beef. But I do have a love for justice. I do have a love for honest courts. And I do have a love for a free market. And what's happening here is a rogue official, an absolutely rogue official who's completely out of control, is now terrorizing a company for allegedly not being upfront about its climate change impact. Folks, this is a scam. The whole climate thing is a scam. We need to spend more time talking about that. If you still didn't know that, I'll be speaking about that tomorrow in Orlando. But here's New York Attorney General Letitia James saying, I'm suing JBS Foods, the world's largest beef producer, for misleading the public about its environmental impact. Absolute baloney, right? She says the beef industry is one of the largest contributors to climate change, and JBS has falsely advertised its commitment to sustainability and endangered our planet. Um, Again, no love lost for JBS, but this is ridiculous, folks. This is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think it's going to be time here soon for congressional Republicans to hold some hearings on this. This is out of control. And why is it that the Democrat attorneys general will take on all of the honest, decent people who are fighting to save our country and Republicans attorneys general? Oh, we're going to file a federal lawsuit and nothing's going to happen. We, we need and I've talked to a lot of these Republican AGs for different stories I've been working on and they, they talk tough, but ultimately they're not really doing much. Meanwhile, the Democrat attorneys general are taking a wrecking ball to our Constitution, our economy, our president, Donald Trump. Right. Uh, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, speaking of agriculture, right, JBS is a big Brazilian company, although they operate a lot here in the United States. But farmland in the United States is absolutely under fire. We have U.S. farmland has decreased by nearly 20 million acres between the five years of 2017 and 2022. That's according to the latest data coming out of the USDA Census for Agriculture. Uh, this was released this week. As of 2022, there were 880 million acres of land dedicated to farming. It was 900 million in 2017. And uh, folks, there's also a lot less farms, all right? The data shows there are now as little as about 1.9 million farms in the country. That's almost 150,000 less farms than we had in 2017. So uh, we actually had an opportunity, me and my colleague, uh, Debbie Bachigalupi, we were over in, um, in Dubai for the UN Climate Summit uh, just a few months ago, it's in December. And we had an opportunity to talk to uh, U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. And my, my colleague, Debbie, uh, who's also a good friend, uh, she is also a cattle rancher. She said, hey, why are you guys waging war on the cows? Right? What, what did the cows ever do to you? And, oh, we're not trying to get rid of your cows. We just want them to be more sustainable. We just want them to make less emissions. No, folks, there's actually a war going on against our independent farmers, our independent ranchers. And if we don't stick up for them, we're going to end up finding ourselves real soon, totally dependent on a centralized, totally controlled, disgusting food supply, totally controlled by wicked men like Bill Gates, 
uh, by wicked companies like Monsanto that want to genetically engineer every bite of food you put into your mouth. And uh, frankly, I'm not going to have it, folks. So find right now, find out wherever you live, find who are the local farmers in your community. Who can you buy beef from? Who can you buy eggs from? Who can you buy milk from and butter from and cheese? Uh, And go make a deal with them right now while you still can, folks. We have got to rally around our small farmers and our small ranchers because if we don't, the government will destroy them. Speaking of the government destroying people, it's like it never ends, right? Over in uh, Cook County, one of the most corrupt places in the entire United States, Judge Tracy Porter has just ordered the Illinois State Board of Elections to remove Donald Trump from the primary ballot for the state of Illinois. This comes less than three weeks before the primary. It's coming on March 19th. And uh, that was after the state elections board voted eight to zero to allow Trump to remain on the ballot. According to this rogue judge, um, the board's decision was clearly erroneous. Okay. Now she did stay her decision until the U S Supreme court rules on this, presumably. And of course, Trump is appealing that decision to the Illinois appellate courts, but we'll see what happens. Um, campaign spokesman for Donald Trump said an activist Democrat judge in Illinois summarily overruled the state's board of elections and contradicted earlier decisions from dozens of other state and federal jurisdictions. It's an unconstitutional ruling, and we will quickly appeal, which, of course, they are working on. Now, turning to Congress, uh, we told you yesterday that Mitch McConnell is on his way out the door, and I don't think a lot of people are going to miss him, except Joe Biden. Joe Biden is sad about it. That's a true story. So now the next contest have is who is going to be the next leader of the Senate Republicans and rhinos? Well, the establishment rhinos are working very hard to make sure one of the three Johns becomes the next leaders. By the three Johns, I'm talking about Senator John Thune of South Dakota, Senator John Barroso of Wyoming, and Senator John Cornyn of Texas. Rhinos all. And uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, there is a movement in the Senate, I understand, by uh, liberty-minded senators, uh, Make America Great-minded senators, and uh, they're considering other options. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a secret ballot, which means uh, Trump is not going to be able to influence this as much as he might otherwise be able to. Uh, They need just a majority of the Republican caucus. Now, Tom Cotton, the U.S. senator from Arkansas, has been touted as a good possibility. I don't think he's a good possibility at all. In fact, he uh, has got some very, very troubling links from his past with the establishment, and he seems uh, very much inclined to warmongering, in my humble opinion. So he's welcome on the show if he wants to challenge that assertion. Now, the fake media is freaking out over the possibility that Stephen Moore may be coming back to the U.S. government. Uh, He may be tapped to overhaul the U.S. Treasury. Uh, He favors, of course, allowing you to control your own retirement, right, instead of letting the government Uh, basically steal your money in a Ponzi scheme called Social Security, that money would go into a 401k and then you could manage it. You could buy bonds, you could buy stocks, you could buy gold, you could buy whatever you wanted. Estimates say you'd probably end up with five times more than the clownish government ends up with because it's, again, a Ponzi scheme, right? They're just spending the money and then refilling it. Uh, Social Security is a giant scam. Uh, Now, um, this individual, Stephen Moore, he also wants big tax cuts. And so the fake media and the Soros-funded progressive groups are calling him an extremist. Well, of course they are, right? Uh, I corresponded with him uh, just a couple of months ago. He's a great guy. Uh, He did some really, really good analysis for Heritage and Freedom Works about the crazy climate policies that the Biden administration was committing to while we were in Dubai for the UN Climate Summit. Now, uh, huge caravans of military-age men coming across the border, ladies and gentlemen, funded by U.S. taxpayers. We've already got more illegals coming across the border now than people being born in the United States of America. And so uh, let that sink in. There are literally more illegals coming across the border than Americans being born in America. Why do you think they're doing this? And once they get their papers, by the way, 
whole villages will be following, right? Uncles and grandpas and, and sons and brothers, and they'll all be coming over here. This is an orchestrated invasion. Here's a, a little clip of what's coming across the border right now. Notice a conspicuous absence of women and children, right? Uh, the Border Patrol is actually letting them all in. They're taking tractors. They're raising up the razor wire so that all the illegals can come in. Check this out. Huge caravan of around 300 migrants crossed into Eagle Pass thanks to Border Patrol agents lifting the barbed wire. The hundreds of migrants crossed in a few minutes, this being the four massive crossing that our cameras witnessed in the last days of October. Previously, these caravans are sent to uninhabited areas. So the Border Patrol is not only not protecting the border, they are actually welcoming in the migrants and taking down the barriers so that the illegals can come right in. And there's not just any illegals. Right? These aren't just people coming in here for looking for a better life or a better job. Here is a video of dozens of military-aged Chinese men, many of them who look very much like military operatives, at the border, talking to Border Patrol. Let's look at this. And it goes on and on and on, folks. Trust me, they are not coming here to work at your local Chinese restaurant. They are coming here on orders from the Communist Party of China, which, fun fact or not so fun fact, has murdered more people than any other entity in all of murderous humanity's history. Now, a federal judge in Texas actually just blocked yesterday uh, a Texas law that would have allowed police to arrest illegal immigrants crossing into the state illegally. Uh, the judge, uh, U.S. District Court Judge David Allen Ezra, wrote a 114-page ruling saying that this threatens the fundamental notion that the United States must regulate immigration with one voice. So, yeah, if you can be invaded, yeah, no big deal. If Joe Biden wants to destroy the border, no, no problem. Uh, now, he did say that um, the court is sympathetic to Texas's concerns at the border, but to say that the Biden administration has abandoned the field of immigration is to take hyperbolic criticism literally. No, actually, it not only has he not abandoned it, he's doing everything possible to destroy the immigration system, right? And this is on purpose, folks. They're doing this on purpose. Uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, big, big news, Catholic Church and Freemasons, they have not gotten along for a very, very long time. A prominent cardinal just called for permanent dialogue with Freemasons, suggesting an evolution in mutual understanding has supposedly taken place over the last half of a century. But uh, that's not going to fly, according to Pope Francis. Uh, one of his top theological advisors has reiterated that Freemasonry and Catholicism are totally incompatible. Uh, his name is Bishop Antonio Stagliano. He's the president of the Pontifical Academy of Theology, and uh, he confirmed uh, a previous Vatican ruling from last year that, Mas that Catholics who join a Masonic lodge are in a state of grave sin, and they cannot receive communion. Uh, the the um, the uh, uh, bishop says uh, within Freemasonry, plots of occult power develop, which are in contradiction with Christian action. Uh, in short, we 
when, in short, when we talk about irreconcilability, we are referring to profound contradictions. And uh, they actually just had a big conference uh, very recently, on February 16th in Milan, bringing together leaders of uh, the top Masonic lodges in Italy and top Catholic officials, including uh, some archbishops. But it doesn't look like there will be any reconciliation there anytime soon. And last but not least, uh, earlier this week, Lord Jacob Rothschild, the scion of the uber-wealthy Rothschild dynasty, has just died. Here's a picture of him standing next to his buddy, uh, spirit cooking uh, aficionado Marina Abramish, Ab- Abramovich. Sorry. Uh, they're standing in front of a painting called Satan Summoning His Legions, painted by Sir Thomas Lawrence. And so uh, Jacob Rothschild has now passed away. If you're not familiar with the Rothschild dynasty, they're the ones who actually gave George Stor- Soros his startup money, right? Back when he started uh, the quantum fund in Geneva. Uh, they gave him his startup capital. And uh, according to one of, an apologist for the family, Niall Ferguson, who wrote a book about them, they actually decided the outcome of the Napoleonic Wars by deciding who they were going to lend money to. Imagine being a banking family that has the power to decide the outcome of a war between the two most powerful governments then in existence. You get a sense of how powerful this Rothschild dynasty is. Um, in my opinion, it is a truly, truly wicked family, and uh, by their fruits ye shall know them. So uh, let's go to break, and we'll be right back with our guest, Andrew Muller. Stay tuned. Are you concerned about the economy? Are you concerned about the education system that is pouring radical, immoral, and unsafe ideas into your children's minds? Are you concerned about the rapidly declining moral condition of our nation and fear that your children won't enjoy the standard of living, the safety, and the peace that you and your parents have experienced. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. But Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's why Greater Than I Ministries is offering a special biblical worldview teaching combo that includes the Thinking Like a Christian video series, along with our new You Are What You Think textbook series, designed to equip couples, church groups, and homeschool families to apply the Bible everywhere, you can get this life-changing series now by going to gtimin.com and clicking the green banner at the top. That's gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down Comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Welcome back to the Central Report. Alex Newman here, your host. And folks, do check out our sponsors. Get to MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Newman. Our guest today, Andrew Muller, a great young American, uh, used to lead Phyllis Schlafly's Teen Eagles, a wonderful, wonderful organization of young, God-fearing 
Patriots. Uh, he now is on my staff. He's the chief of operations for Liberty Sentinel. He's also a contributor to the New American Magazine. He's got a great new article in there. Andrew, welcome to the program. Thank you for making time for us today. I know uh, you stay very busy with uh, so much to do, including helping me put this show together and speaking and all kinds of other great stuff. So you got a great new article uh, on Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. Now, I have not read this book yet. So tell us, what do we need to know about the art of the deal? How is it relevant to what's going on right now? Yeah, thanks, Alex, for having me on. Appreciate the uh, opportunity. So I like reading in the evenings and, you know, I read a lot of various books and uh, with the election coming up, uh, you know, full disclosure, I am a supporter of Donald Trump, but I really wanted to learn more about his past and uh, how he thought and really get into his mind. And one of the most obvious things was his 1987 book titled The Art of the Deal. Now, a lot of people like Mark Cuban and other uh, flaming liberals have said this book is a, you know, con book. It's a joke. Uh, there's really no good information in it. And I had read some reviews that were very critical. But when I read the book, Alex, and I've got actually a, a first edition copy of it here in front of me. Um, when I read it, I actually found that Trump has been a conservative at least for the last 37 years. This book came out in 1987. And in the book, Donald Trump really details not only a pro-America uh, disposition, but also fiscal conservatism and really a vision for how to turn disasters around. And one example I talk about in the article is Swifton Village, which was this 1,200-unit uh, apartment complex that Trump bought with his father in uh, his kind of mid-college years. Trump was really put in charge of this. It was really the first project that Donald Trump got in charge of. And it was really in a bad neighborhood. There was tons of bad tenants. Uh, they weren't paying rent. The place was trashy. Um, they were losing money on the facility. Trump put a lowball offer in, bought it at a great price, and he did these three things. These three things, Alex, that I thought was really interesting, and he documents it in the art of the deal. He says, "I went door to door and evicted all the bad tenants. I asked them when was the last time you paid rent. If they weren't willing to pay rent, if they kept their place trashy, I kicked them out immediately. Once I evicted them." He cleaned the place, made it spotless, returned it to its original state. And then finally, he put good management in charge after he did those two things. And he ended up selling Swifton Village for more than double what he paid for it. And as I'm reading this, Alex, I thought, what if we did this to Detroit or Chicago or the southern border? What if we went through, evicted all the illegals, the people who don't have a right to be here, don't deserve to be here, don't. Uh, illegally come here. They don't want to assimilate. They don't want to go through the legal way. I'm all for immigration. And, and as so far as I can tell, so is Donald Trump. But legally, it has to be legally. So you evict those people, you clean the place up, you clean back our country. And I'd add, you'd return it to its original state, to what the founding fathers intended that our country be. And then you put good management in charge of it. Uh, to be a good steward of it. And that's us, the voters, we, the people, and through we, the people, good representatives. And, and I'll conclude with this on uh, what I learned from the art of the deal, Alex, is that Donald Trump is not a perfect person. We all know this, but he is the guy who, in my opinion, in this election cycle can move the needle closer to what America's all about. And that's a limited self-governing moral constitutional Republic. And God is the only person, the only one who can do that to this nation. But I think he's using Donald Trump to move the needle closer to that. And uh, I can confirm, having read this, that we at least have 37 years of a track record of Donald Trump being conservative. He talks about how politicians don't spend uh, taxpayer money well because it's not their money at all. Uh, so really good basic economic principles. Um, so America needs the art of the deal. And I think Donald Trump's the best guy in this election cycle to bring it about. 
Fantastic. Uh, that has a lot of good insight from there. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump may not be perfect. We all know I'm the only perfect. No, right? uh, none of us are perfect. <laughs> Jesus right. Christ is the only one who's perfect, right? Um, hey, right. Uh, Andrew, uh, another story that um, I wanted to talk to you about. I, I just published this over at Freedom Project Media, and it was actually you who gave me the tip. Uh, my alma mater, the University of Florida, uh, which is supposedly non-woke, right? Our, our government here has said no more woke craziness, uh, yet the student government, which I have no idea why we have a bunch of yahoos running around with tax money, wasting it like this, but they, they just adopted unanimously a set of Green New Deal measures. Uh, they, they want the Florida legislature to put a Green New Deal on us. They, they want climate change brainwashing in every single class. Uh, I mean, if, if the young people in Florida are not salvageable, I mean, where do we go from here as a country? Can we even turn it around? We've only got about a minute left, Andrew. Yeah, well, I think the answer to this, Alex, is no matter what state it is, Florida's been, you know, uh, I live in Florida, you live in Florida, it's been an anti-woke state. No one is immune from the woke mind virus as long as the federal government's involved in education. And while I was reading The Art of the Deal, I read this uh, kind of nincompoops book. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. He's kind of an upcoming. It's called, uh, <laughs> it looks dumb. Uh, Doctoring our children to death. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a silly read, but uh, I don't know who wrote it. He's kind of, a, a like I said, I never heard of him. But, uh, you know, it makes this case that the federal government shouldn't be involved in education at all. And that also families need to uh, direct their students' education. And that can apply to college as well. Uh, we need to have a more originalist view of, of college and, and education. And I think that goes back to apprenticeships and mentorships uh, and moving a little, little bit away from the uh, educational industrial complex, which is tethered to the federal government, which is corrupt as all get out. Yeah, a trillion dollar a year monster devouring our young people. Andrew Miller, such a pleasure. Thank you for all that you do. Good, sir. Um, really appreciate it. We'll get you back on very soon. So thank you. Thanks, Alex. All righty, folks. Uh, if you're not following Andrew Miller yet, you need to be. Uh, actually, one of the brightest young people I have ever met, uh, certainly in the United States of America. Uh, he's available for speaking if uh, you want him to come out to your club or your organization. Masterful knowledge of American history, the Christian principles that created the United States, uh, and just uh, just a swell guy. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman. We so appreciate you. We appreciate our sponsors. We hope that you do as well. God willing, we shall talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, God bless you all.